Radio.com. Bang! There you go. <laughs> Episode 413 of the Rob V Show and making a cameo appearance on the program from Green Legion Radio, Chris Sack. What's up, buddy? Ah, nothing much, man. Hey, I, I, I watched some of your shows, man, and I'm just letting you know right now, I'm not going to give you a lap dance today. You, you're not going to do that? That's why you didn't want to come over. I wanted you to give me a lap dance. <laughs> How you doing, Rob? I'm fantastic. Uh, email RobVRadio at gmail.com, Twitter, Believers82, Instagram, The Rob V Show. Uh, Twitter, Volivus82, rate and review the podcast. Literally, listen, I'm not going to go through every platform the podcast is on. Anywhere you can find a podcast, there's like 40 of them. It's, you can find the Rob Vichur. So rate and review it. It's important. Uh, I'm not giving the phone number. I don't even know it's up on the screen because we're not taking any calls. But it is the, the second annual Chris Sack Rob Volivus WrestleMania preview show. And uh, I'm excited to talk wrestling, but I'll, I'll give you, we'll give you all our opinions on WrestleMania. But, but Chris, how are you feeling about this year's WrestleMania? Because i got to be honest with you, I am not that excited. I'm not that excited either, but I'll tell you what. No matter what the card looks like, there's always hope that something is going to come out and surprise you. Uh, I always love the pomp and circumstance of it all. This year, it's more exciting because they're back in a big stadium. You're going to have 25,000 fans there both nights. Uh, so you're going to get that reaction. Last year's WrestleMania was surprisingly good for not having any fans. I mean, it like I felt like they put everything that they had into all those matches, even though it was completely silent. Uh, this year is going to be entertaining just for the simple fact that we're going to have fans back in the stadium. And, uh, man, I am so, so ready to hear the first pop. And uh, I think from what Drew McIntyre teased earlier on Twitter, uh, it looks like we're going to start out the show with the WWE championship match between Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre. Cause McIntyre says that he wants to be the first one out there. So, Hey man, you know, get, get things ready to roll. It's going to be pretty exciting. So we're going to run down the card. And then at the end, we're going to go over rumors that me and me and Chris were talking about before we went live. So I guess, like you said, right again, I don't know what order the, the matches are. I just, I pulled this off online, but the first match night one is Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre. For the WWE Championship. Oh, yeah, I forgot. And, um, you, know, I go, you know, I get confused. That's not a triple threat. That's Drew McIntyre. That's Bobby, Lash, Bobby Lashley. I, I, Bobby Lashley, I, I'm, I, I like. I don't know. I can't. You're going to hear me, hear me say this a lot during this broadcast. I'm not excited about either one of them. I'm going to watch the match. I'm into it. Uh, and I would, I would say Drew McIntyre is going to win because he needs his big moment. But I, I don't know what your thoughts are on the match. Uh, listen, both of them are what they are. I I think like, you know, they're the prototypical WWE superstar, right? The big, you know, brawn type guys that are just like muscular. And I mean, you're not going to get a lot of high flying action in this match. Um, it's like we previously said, I don't see how they can take the belt off of Lashley after how they built him up and how they let him just squash the Miz after he, after he cashed in the money in the bank contract. Um, I, I honestly, I, I like, I like them both. Um, I really, I really have liked the push that Lashley has had, um, when he had MVP with him, I thought, I thought that they got rid of the hurt business a little too early. I, I thought that was something that they really could have built up more over the course of time. Uh, and then Drew McIntyre, I mean, Drew McIntyre has carried this company on his back virtually for the last year, uh, you know, outside of maybe like a two month, uh, you know, combined stretch. 
uh, one month for Randy Orton and now one month for Bobby Lashley. He he hasn't had the belt, so uh, he's done everything that he could. But this this match right here, I like the fact that it's getting everything started because I honestly think I think we're in for a big surprise somewhere within this match, whether it's at the it's at the end of the match and it's going to affect the result or it's going to happen after somebody wins. I think we're in for a big surprise. At least I hope so. But in the back of my mind, I think something's going to happen here. We'll, we'll get to those rumors at the end. I did read that the hurt business was not happy with Vince, that they broke this faction up. They didn't want to do it. Vince want, Vince just gets these things in his head and just goes, I just want to do it. I, I, I think he, listen, I love Vince. I think he's finally at the point where he's lost touch. I really think he's finally at that point. That's just my opinion. No, I, I agree with you. I, I, I think some of the creative control that, that he has, he needs to start giving it away to, to somebody else. Uh, too often do you hear about him going in for Raw or SmackDown, and he's just completely wiping the creative board, you know, two hours before a show, and he's just rewriting everything. And and I also kind of look at it, too, when, when you think about, like, I know we're talking about WrestleMania here, but AEW doesn't script their their promos, and WWE for the most part, outside of a couple of the big stars, they do script their promos still. And I think what Vince has lost touch with over the last 20 years since the Attitude Era and the Monday Night Wars is what got him over the top and over WCW was he let people be themselves. You know, Triple H got to be himself instead of some, you know, elegant, you know, Hunter Hearst Hemsley type guy. The Rock wasn't, you know... In the Nation of Domination, he got to put the smackdown on people's candy asses. You know, we had Stone Cold Steve Austin, and he was able to be himself, the beer drunk, the beer drinking, you know, cussing, you know, I'm going to beat up the boss type guy. Like, over the years, Vince has gone into this PG mode, and it's completely diluted the product. I mean, do you agree with that? Oh, 100%. It's, it's, I, I hate the PG mode. I hate that stuff scripted. And you can blatantly see how much better the older guys are when any of them come back. They're money. Most of the younger guys, except for maybe three or four, are just like they're afraid to say anything. They don't have any charisma. They don't. It, it, it's, I don't know. It's like I keep watching wrestling f hoping that it changes and it doesn't change. I'm going to watch tonight and hope that it changes. But I had an idea when you were just talking right there. You know who would make a great villain manager in WWE and Vince should sign him? Quimby. <laughs> Quimby as a heel manager. Tell me he wouldn't need a script. They'd have to bleep him every five seconds. But I, I'd pay money to see that. He'd get a lot of heat. They'd get a lot of. He'd get a. He'd get white hot heat. You know, I I I got to give Quimby credit, man. Uh, he's really reined himself in with the with the radio show. Uh, so like you know, at the beginning, man, like he would pop off with his curse words, and like Diaz was the worst. Really? Uh, but, oh man, the worst. It was like you know, we all right, write write it down, slash, write it down, and it's just like, yo, come on, man, like you guys got to have this feel now where we kind of have to filter ourselves. Like here, I don't really have to filter myself. No, you don't. But I had, but I'm able to turn that switch on when I do Bud Light Baseball Brunch and, and Green Legion Radio. It's just it's it's real easy for me to kick that on. Yeah, with, with when I do it, it's hard. I have to catch myself. But if I get in a certain mode, like when we would do the shows at Chicken and Pete, it's like, all right, no curses. This is PG. We got it. We got to be good. So something as long as I'm like in that mode, I'm okay. It's it's not that hard. But yeah, Quimby, I think would be a fantastic heel manager. <laughs> I'm at Quimby. That you should get in. We should start a wrestling promotion. Green Legion Wrestling. Yeah, yeah I, I guess photograph uh, would would be his from Def Leppard. That would probably be his intro uh, <laughs> intro song. Oh no! Either photograph. Oh, what's? Oh, I can't think of the. Oh. Thunderstruck by ACDC. That <laughs> Thunderstruck or Return of the Mac he likes. 
Uh, we'd have to. We have to. We have, oh, there's another song. I can't remember what it's called now. It's. It, I have it on video. It's. It's great. It's a song him and his dad used to listen to. It's an older song, and he sings it. It's. It's great. It's. It's hilarious. He loves doing it. All right. So next uh, on the card, I have uh, Rollins versus Cesaro. I like Rollins a lot. I don't like this gimmick of Rollins. I like. I don't like this one glove thing. He's. He's trying to be like David Koresh. Like it doesn't be nor he's got that's what he looks like, be uh, be the old be the old guy and I'll get into that. But Cesaro's got a lot of talent, but Vince has even said he doesn't have any like star power. I think it's going to be a great match. Just both gimmicks don't do anything for me. Yeah, listen, I, you know why Rollins wears the one glove, right? No, he broke his finger, and in order to keep like the the finger so he could still wrestle, he had to put the glove on. So th- oh, that's where the that. glove originated from. And then he, he, he just kept wearing the one glove. I agree with you though. This, this version of Seth Rollins, I like the fact that he's heel, but I just think, you know, this, um, you know, th- this show that he puts on, um, I, I just, I can't get behind it. It's just, it, it's not what Seth, like when Seth Rollins was heel a few years ago before his big run, um, you know, as, as a baby face, that was a heel. Like yeah. you, you, you yeah. could get behind him and hate him. Cesaro, to me, you're completely right. He has all the technical skills in the wrestling ring. He is flawless when when it comes to that. He's one of the best in the world. His personality is is, is dry, completely dry. And this swing thing, I hate that. It, it is it's like what do you get out of it? I I, I don't understand it. It's you know like. This surprisingly enough, Rob, this match has the be- has the biggest build towards it than almost any other match. The only match that you can say that has had more build has been Reigns, Edge, and Daniel Bryan. But like one of the most disappointing things about this card has been the lack of build. Normally, you you start building WrestleMania matches from the Royal Rumble or yeah. right before the Royal Rumble on through for for two and a half months, and the build for a lot of these matches just seemed like they've been thrown together over the last few weeks, like Zane and, and, and Kevin Owens, like that deserved two months of, 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 you know, build, you know, and I just feel like Vince at the last second was like, all right, well, maybe we couldn't get this guy in here. So let's just, all right, let's throw this guy with that guy. But this, this match will be a good technical match. It'll be exciting from that standpoint. Uh, but I, I just, you know, Seth Rollins in his suits and at least he went back to his old, ent- you know, entrance music. I like that. Maybe Vince before WrestleMania go, Hey pal, Get rid of the goddamn swing. I hate that move. Do something different. But he probably won't. He's probably still going to do it. So, I I mean, I guess they're going to put Cesaro over. That would be what I would think. Cause, but, uh, you know, that's, that's what I think. That's back-to-back years of Rollins losing in WrestleMania. And and Rollins Rollins has tried to pro- proclaim himself uh, Mr. WrestleMania, you know, the new one, actually. So, uh, I, I don't see that. I mean, we got to get into our predictions this year, too. I know last year we had, what, 16 matches. I think you went 13-3 and three and I went 12-4. and four, So, uh, you know, we've got to make sure we give our predictions this year as well. Well, yeah. Well, so I so match one, I picked Drew McIntyre. You're picking Bobby Lashley. I'm going to go Lashley. I, I think something's going to happen to where it's too soon to take the belt off of him. I'd hate to do it right away. I, I, I believe in the push that he has right now. And I think McIntyre needs to be taken off of the, the championship scale for a little while. And I like Cesaro in the second match. I'm going to go Rollins. Okay. I, I don't think they can go back to back years where Rollins loses in a WrestleMania match. The the next match, this one I'm actually intrigued by because it's Braun Strowman and Shane McMahon in a steel cage. I love Braun. I don't like the persona they gave him. 
that he should just be a badass, scary MFer. That's what he should be. And I just want to see Shane's going to do something crazy, whether it's jumping off the pirate ship in Tampa or, or at Tampa or, or, or jumping off the cage. But that's what that's going to be the high spot. I like the high spots, Chris. That's what I'm looking forward to. In oh, that yeah. Match. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Shane. Shane is going to do something crazy. And uh, you remember the last match that he had at WrestleMania was a couple years ago against the Miz. And they were on that. They're on that high rise platform. Yep. And I think and I think the Miz did like a super flex off of that. And Shane landed on top of him with his arm and he pinned him to win the match. Yep. So, so like you know in this spot, Shane's gonna do something here. But even like the build for this match has sucked. Like, yeah. you know, like You're you stupid. Know, that, oh my god. <laughs> it's just like it's it, it, what are we in third grade here with this match? Like, you know, Shane is Shane is Shane McMahon. He's a badass without be, looking like a badass. Cause you know, he's going to do something crazy at the end of the day. And Braun Strowman, man, a couple years ago, this guy was like him and reigns had the best feud ever. Like for a three or four month stretch. It's in my opinion, the last great feud in WWE. Um, and that was two or three years ago. And like they've, They've diluted him to an extent because, like, now it's just, you know, he's just this fumbling big dude. And, I, God, man, it's just – it kills me. Like, he was a monster among men. Like, he would just destroy and walk through anybody. And now he's just being destroyed on a, on a daily basis on the card um, week after week. And it's just like, what a, what's the end game with Braun's character? He's, he's one of the best. If you make him a heel, he's one of the best at it. Interesting side note to Braun Strowman. Uh, I won't say who, but one of the guests on the Rob V show may or may have not spent some time with Braun in Las Vegas. And I, I, I can't get this person to come on here and tell the story, but I wish they would. I can't mention her name, though. But it's a good story. You, you, can, ima- you can let your imagination run wild. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, against my better judgment, I'm going to say Braun Strowman wins because Shane uh, – Braun Strowman should win. I, so I'm going to say Braun Strowman's going to win the match. I'm going to say Braun Strowman wins too. Um, if it stays in the cage and there's a pin or a submission, Braun wins. If this thing, and I, that's my prediction is Braun wins the match. But if this is one where you have to go over the top and out of the, out, out of the cage, it's going to be some fluky way that Shane wins. Like he's going to jump off the cage and his feet are going to hit first. It's going to be some weird ending like that. That would be a good spot for someone to make a run in. Shane pays, pays some money. Oh yeah, without a doubt, and, and uh, you know, I I would like to see something like that's what I want with a lot of these matches. I I, I don't want the clean finishes yeah, with some of these. Exactly. I want so, I want something to happen. I want something like, you know, something crazy. Somebody returns. It's it like make it interesting. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to our rumor our rumors that we've heard at the end of this. Fourth on the card: Bad Bunny and Damien Priest versus The Miz. And Morrison. Yeah, I have no desire to God watch this damn, match. damn, man. That's oh. the bathroom break right there. So, I, I guess Bad Bunny's going to win. Bad Bunny and Damien Priest are going to win. Here's the only way I would be interested in this match. If the Miz's wife was was at ringside, then I would be in the watcher. Because I got to tell you, the stuff, I don't know if you follow her on Instagram, but if you don't, you should do it. My God, the stuff she posts on there. It's borderline porn with the bikini shots and the... She likes showing off the work she's had done, and I I appreciate looking at it. I I, I don't blame you. I I like looking at her too. But uh, this match right here, the best possible ending is for it to get wiped off the card. I have yeah. zero interest in Bad Bunny. I hate saying this because I I I'm 
you know, over the years, I've been a fan of the Miz. Um, I've hated it when they've tried to make him a face. He, he is a legit heel. He's always been a great heel. Um, and then John, John Morrison, he, he's kind of bland, but you know, Damian Priest, this is a big moment for him. And I, I think, I think he wins this match and somehow bad bunny pins the Miz. I, I think, you know, th- that tag team is going to win the match, but my God, the best possible thing is, Hey, we're running low on time. We have to get to Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair and you guys aren't going to be on the card. So, uh, we're sorry. I, I can't stand the fact that Bad Bunny's been around for the last three months. Get get the hell out of here. I know he enjoys wrestling, which I I think is cool. That's a, a star like him is a big fan of the business. Uh, that'll probably be when I'm getting ready to get my second martini. So hopefully I won't really care what goes on <laughs> during that match. match. Absolutely. Match five, the SmackDown Women's Title: Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair. I got to tell you, I don't. Bianca Belair seems like a very nice person. She does nothing for me. At all. I, I like Sasha a lot. I'm a fan of Sasha. Uh, you know, I, I wish they, they uh, used Snoop a little bit more with her because that was cool when he came out a couple years ago for WrestleMania. I like Sasha Banks in this. Bianca Belair, great athlete. I think she's a great person, but she doesn't, doesn't, get, she doesn't get me excited. Yeah, this this will be the main event. So they're going to close up night one with this match. Uh, I think this is a big spot for Bianca Belair to really show herself to showcase herself this is another one right here where the builds the build is sucked um you know like i i it felt like they refused to make either one the heel and really in reality you couldn't make bianca belair bianca belair say that three times yeah i know geez i I tried and on the third one i screwed up (laughs) but uh but you know it's like they tried to do do that and and make sasha the the quasi heel for this but like Three weeks ago, they're they're facing off for the the women's tag team match at Fastlane, and it's like you know, I I don't understand what the point of this build was for this. Like, there's yeah. been no aggress aggressive contact between the two. There's been a couple slaps, a couple you know mishaps where they actually touch each other. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so the build towards this match has sucked. For it to be a main event. To close the night, I get it. They want to do one night with the women closing and the men closing another night. But, like, the build for this match just has not worked for me. And I, I hope they both surprise me because I, I, I like Sasha Banks. I like what she brings to the table. Uh, I think that she wins this match because I don't think Bianca Belair is ready for the spotlight. No, I, I I'm a, like like I said I'm I'm a fan and I, and I and I like Bianca. Well, let me let me rephrase that. I, as a person, I'm a fan. Her as an as a character, it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't do anything for me, really. But, but so we agree, Sasha Banks is going to win the match, right? Uh, what do we got? Number six here, New Day. Which I got to be honest with you, I was never a fan of New Day. I'm the great the great wrestlers. Don't get me wrong, they're great they're great wrestlers. I just wasn't a fan. And they're taking on AJ Styles. And how do you, is it Omos? How do you pronounce this guy's name? It's Omos. Omos. What is he, like seven feet tall? I just want to see if the guy can wrestle. I think he's taller than seven feet tall. I mean, like you see, you see Kane and Undertaker and they go, oh, these guys are seven feet tall. This guy looks like he dwarfs the hell out of them. Um, I I was a fan of New Day. I love the New Day. Um, When they first came out, I wasn't really much of a fan. But man, when they started doing all the crazy stuff and the big, the big box of cereal with the bootios uh, at the one WrestleMania. And uh, I, I was a fan of them and then they split them off. And now big E is on SmackDown. They're on raw. 
to me, the, the, the part of this match that kills me is the fact that AJ Styles is involved in, in, in this match. Mm-hmm. AJ Styles, yeah, you're right. You're right. De- he deserves a main event caliber match at one of these WrestleManias. They are wasting him away. I mean, I know he's had title runs. He's had world title runs, WWE title runs, universal title runs, intercontinental. But it always feels like when WrestleMania season comes around, this guy gets forgotten and he gets thrown into a match like this. Uh, it's you know, if you look at his main, if you look at his WrestleMania matches, have any of them been against a big star? I mean, I know. Well, the Undertaker uh, the, last year. Well, that, there's that, and that was yeah, a fantastic match. But then, but then you do that match, and then you follow up the following year with giving him this crap. Uh, yeah, I don't I think get he it. Faced, he faced Randy Orton one year too, but like they're not for the World Heavyweight Championship, which is what he deserves. He's he's phenomenal. AJ Styles, and they throw him into this match. Yeah, uh, it, I don't get it. I, I I don't get it. Like, if you wanted to do Omos and somebody else versus the New Day, have at it. I would be all for it. But the fact that AJ Styles is in this match, they're going to put the titles on them. Uh, there's no way Omos in his debut along AJ Styles, they're going to win the belts tonight off the New Day. Yeah, I agree with you. AJ and Omos are going to win that game or win that game, win that match. Uh, uh, this is the seventh match on the card uh, for tonight. The tag team turmoil match. So you got Lana and Naomi versus Dana Brooke uh, and Mandy Rose. Uh, who am I leaving out here? Hold on. It's it's uh, the Riot Squad. Uh, the Riot Squad I have down here. And um, Natalia, Natalia and Tamina, Tamina and and Carmella and Billy Kay have been added in, as effective as of SmackDown. So I, now there's five teams in this match. I love Billy Kay. I don't really care about the match, but anytime. You can give me Dana Brooke and especially Mandy Rose. Rob's watching. Another great fall on Instagram. Dana Brooke's great. Mandy Rose. Again, people, if you're not following Mandy Rose on Instagram, do yourself a favor. Follow her on Instagram. Rob Valivas highly recommends it. Yeah, I used to be a big fan of Lana, but that was back when she had the sexy skirts and the and the yeah. Russian accent. Yep. And then she kind of lost me along the way. That That Bobby Lashley angle that they had together was horrible it was pathetic that had vince's uh, like oh this is great heat a white chick uh, and a black guy that was all him you know that oh man well like i enjoyed the fact that they actually kind of got risque there for a little while yeah. I, I started feeling like you know we were getting back into a little maybe a little attitude era type stuff you know going on all right cool i mean it's, it's way lana you know being in bed with bobby lashley is a better visual than may young with mark henry and then so, the hand. Uh, the hand, absolutely. I remember, what was it, the 25th anniversary? And they, they opened up the door, and it was May Young's son. It was a hand. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, I'm, you know, anytime Mandy Rose is out there, uh, absolutely. It's a must-watch for me. Uh, I don't know where to go in with this match. It's, it's one of those things to where, you know, they've been building up Natalia and Tamina. So it's kind of like they've been working towards a push for them. Naomi and Lana have, have been hanging around. I, I don't see the Riot Squad winning. Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose, as much as we enjoy looking at them, I don't see them winning. Um, and then you sneak in Carmella and Billy Kay. This seems like the type of angle right here where they get in at the last minute and they win this match. I'm going to go Carmella and Billy Kay, and then they're going to go and, and face off against Shayna Baszler and uh, Nia Jax, who I can't stand. Um, oh, we'll, 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 yeah, we'll get to her. You know, I'm, I'm going to hope that Vince thinks like thinks just like Rob does. And he needs more of Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose and Mandy Rose. And that's who I'm going to pick to win that match. 
The so, reason, another yeah. reason for that, though, Rob, is that I'm thinking Carmella and Billy Kay is because who's hanging around with Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler now? Oh, the 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 Butler, whatever is yeah, the Somalia, yeah, the Som- the Somalia from the Somalia. I think yeah, he's from. The- they got him from the circus. I think. I think that's what, <laughs> I'm serious. He was like some sort of performer or something in the circus. Yeah, well, hey, man, like, I I think that the angle between Carmella, because they just teased it like the other night when Nia Jax walked by her and was like, you know, can't believe you treated my man that way or something like that, and she walked off. I think right now we're gonna, we're set up for Carmella and Billy Kay against those two on night two. So do you think this Somalia would, would go back to uh, uh, and, and turn on his current tag team? I think it's all planned. Yeah, I think it's a plan, you know, because, listen, Reginald wasn't with Carmella that long. And it was, it just felt like something was going to happen with, within that angle. So, yeah, actually, that's not a bad storyline to follow through. And then he screws Nia Jax. Exactly. <laughs> I, I hate Nia Jax. But did I say that already? Yeah, we'll get, we'll, we'll, yeah we'll, 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 we, we both agree on that. We'll get to her in a minute. So we go to night two. Uh, you, the universal title, I hate this is a triple threat, triple threat match. Edge, Daniel Bryant, and, um, and, and Roman Reigns uh, for the, uh, the universal title. You know why they did that, right? Why? Because they don't want Roman Reigns to lose clean to Edge. So they added Daniel Bryan into the match so that because they've been building up Roman Reigns since he came back at SummerSlam, right? Like he's like, he's untouchable. He's unstoppable. You know, they're going to put the belt on Edge tonight. So the only way that you, you come out of this with looking good where Edge is the champion and Reigns doesn't lose clean is by adding Daniel Bryan into this match. It's the only way it makes yeah, sense that, to have a yeah, triple threat. That match. does make sense. So, so we both agree Edge is going to win that. Edge has to win. It's you know, and especially I love the last couple of weeks how they've been building him up towards the rated R superstar and being being you know evil again. I love it, man. It's like you know, any Edge is good. Any Edge is good Edge to me. You know, whether he's face Edge or he's he's uh, heel Edge. But heel edge, man, God, give me that plus tenfold after that. We move on to match two, and I don't know what the hell they're going to do here. Randy Orton and The Fiend. The Fiend looks like, uh, what was it in WCW? Uh, He was wrapped up like a mummy. What did they call him in WCW? He was this, he gave Hulk Hogan a bear hug. I'm gonna have to Google uh, that what what this guy's name was, but this is this is what the fiend looks like. He looks like a bad toxic Avenger. You're gonna have him wrestle in this. I mean, obviously, I think the fiend's gonna win, but he's gonna look ridiculous wrestling in this. Yeah, the fiend's gonna win this match because remember uh, Orton when they faced off against each other at um, what was it tables, ladders, and chairs? Yeah, he set him on fire, and everything building up towards this match. I I think this is a perfect opportunity for WWE to give Randy Orton some time off. And I think right now this is, this is the angle to do. So the, the fiends going to do something to take him out. Uh, Orton's probably going to be off television for a couple months after this, uh, you know, just to kind of, you know, cause Orton's been very involved in, in, in his contract. He wasn't really supposed to be like this. Uh, is it, the one that he just recently signed. So I see him taking some time off after, after WrestleMania and the fiend's gonna be the one to put him out of business for a little bit. The fiend's manager, she should be doing some more wrestling. They just have her. Oh, you know what? They probably she probably can't wrestle because she probably. I know she had a couple concussions too. So that's probably well, why she's not wrestling. Yeah, I mean, she has wrestled in a couple matches. She has been involved, but not so much. I I agree with you. It's kind of like Samoa Joe. I, I eventually I I feel Samoa Joe is gonna come back to the ring. Um, it's just a matter of healing up from some of the injuries. And I know he had a concussion, which was the reason why. 
He went out the last time. Uh, that's kind of how I look at Alexa Bliss. Uh, give her a little bit more time. Uh, throw her in there every now and then, but don't don't have her wrestle every night. Because uh, man, she's she's a valuable member for for the women's side of things. Uh, because her and and Charlotte and Becky Lynch and Sasha Banks, like Oscar, th- those are the ones. Those are the big names that they're going to continue to build the women's brand around. Alexa Bliss, another fun follow on Instagram. I keep telling people, certain people to follow on Instagram. She's another good one. Oh, by the way, the the guy I was trying to think of when I was talking about the fiend, the Yeti. That was the guy's name. He was uh. dressed up like a mummy at Halloween Havoc, and I I just don't know what he. He's literally he has all this stuff on. I don't know how he's going to wrestle. It may I was reading it may be a squash squash match where it's over in like two minutes. Like it may not be a long match at all. Well, you know, and speaking of you know, hey, I, I would love to shake the hands uh, of the man that that you know took care of Alexa Bliss with her uh, with her upgrade. So yes, you know, phenomenal job by by that plastic surgeon. Has a phenomenal backside too, by the way. Oh yeah, no, she had that from before. Oh yeah, oh, yes, oh yes. Yeah, but the but the but the addition that she uh, she had done a couple of years ago that's a um, wonderful upgrade. This is a wrestling podcast, but the Rob V Show does find a way to bleed in here and there. <laughs> can, can you tell we want to go back to the days, uh, you know, the old school days of, of wrestling? You know, <laughs> yeah, we should. We should go back to those days. I know, Chris. I know you're on board with me. Oh man, without a doubt, without a doubt. No, like I love the fact that the women are being showcased as much as they are. But the personalities need to come out more, and Vince has to stop stop with that, man. We 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 need to get back to letting these people be who they truly are, and and showcase that. That that that's what makes people want to watch wrestling is when is when you can relate to the characters instead of sitting here trying to like understand why he's creating a certain character. We need to get back to that level of wrestling. No, that's why I mean you should do the book over there for WWE. They should hire me and you. Uh, hey, man, I'm all in for that. You know, money talks and BS walks. You know that. Yep. Uh, match three. All it says, and I don't know if you have an updated card. All it says is Raw Women's Tag Match. That's all I had. Do you well, have anything? Well, yeah. Well, it, well it's not they, It's not exactly the Raw Women's. Remember, the Women's Tag Team Championships can be they can be defended across all brands. So you get Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. Oh, so, that's and what, so that's what it is when it says raw tag match. It means. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're, they're going to get, they're going to get the winners of the tag team turmoil match okay. on night one. Okay. So if, you know, like I said, I, I said, Carmella and Billy Kay, they'll face off against Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax on night two. And now this is where we could talk about, I, I, you know, I don't care who, uh, they face, I don't want Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler to win. Nia Jax hurts everybody she wrestles. Correct. She's not good, and she seems like she's a real bitch. I'm sorry. I got I to gotta speak the truth here. Well, I think the character that she's a real bitch is on is on TV. Yeah. Because um, uh, apparently a lot of people behind the scenes like Nia Jax. And remember, she is The Rock's cousin, so I'm sure she's getting some sort of push here and there because of her background. I, I agree with you though. It's it just seems like every time she does something, she hurts somebody. And I, you know, probably one of the funnier things that's happened this year is when she fell on the apron when she was fighting Lana, and she yelled out "My hole!" And, <laughs> my, and hole she, my hole! My hole! My hole! And then she got put through the table. Uh, you know, I live for moments like that. My neighbor John is a is a big Nia Jax fan. Uh, but I, you know, so all the time I'm like, I can't stand her. My God. I'm like, what does he like about her? Uh, he, 
He likes bigger women. I was going to go there. He like, <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. One of my friends used to say, big women need love, too. There's nothing <laughs> wrong. So he's a fan of the plus-size woman. There's nothing wrong with that. I kind of hey. I kind of thought that, maybe. Hey, man, he, he can have her. You know, if, it, if me and him walk into a room and it's Trish Stratus and Nia Jax, at least I know he's not fighting me for Trish Stratus. There so you I'll, go. I'll take that all day. So do we think that Nia Jax and uh, Shayna Baszler lose? Do we agree on that? I, if it's who I predict, Carmella and Billy Kay, they follow up the next night. Reginald screws Nia Jax, and Carmella becomes a tag team champion with Billy Kay. We go into match four, uh, which is the Raw Women's uh, Championship match, which is Asuka and Rhea Ripley. I am a fan of Rhea Ripley, uh, up and down, uh, her look, how she wrestles. I like her a lot. I like Rhea Ripley to beat Asuka because they've really yeah, downgraded Asuka this year, by the way. Yeah, listen, Asuka um, has been on a phenomenal run uh, as Raw Women's Champion since she won the Money in the Bank briefcase, and then we find out on Raw the next night she didn't win an opportunity to face Becky Lynch. She won the Raw Women's Championship because Becky Lynch was pregnant. And, you know, so she's she's carried she's carried that banner for the last year, and she's been she's been great. And, you know, like the, the last couple months, she hasn't been, like ever since she got kicked in the teeth by Shayna Baszler, that she missed a little bit of time on television. Uh, and then this right here, the contract signing. Is there, let me ask you something here. I, I, is it me or is the contract signing just so overdone? Oh, it's horrible. Like, I, I, I am sick and tired of having segments for contract signings. Like, you know, it, it's just, ah, oh, God. Nonetheless, <laughs> Rhea Ripley flips the table over on top of her. I miss what happened with the tag team match against Baszler and Nia Jax uh, on Raw the other night. If you can enlighten me on that, uh, heading into this, did, did Asuka do something in that match against Ripley? Uh, you know but you know what? Um, I didn't even watch it, to be honest with you. I didn't even watch SmackDown. I don't watch yeah, SmackDown the, that much. Yeah, well, the, I guess I, I was watching the Phillies game that night. And that yeah, was that's night what I was doing. Back. Yeah. yeah, they came back against the Mets and DeGrom. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I... Listen, this is the second year in a row now that Ripley is going to be on WrestleMania. I thought last year her match with Charlotte was one of the best matches on the card. Yeah, uh, It was wonderful. I felt like I was watching Serena Williams versus Venus Williams. Uh, there was so much screaming going on, and I was just like, oh, my God, is this is this really happening right now? This is awesome. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think she she beats Asuka tonight, and who knows? Maybe we'll get a – well, not, not tonight, tomorrow night. I, maybe we'll get a little return because, remember – Charlotte has now been cleared from her COVID uh, test. Slash, she, they thought she was pregnant, too. Then they thought she was pregnant, and the whole Andrade angle that was going on with him being released. So I, perhaps we might get a Charlotte sighting on night two. You would think Charlotte would be somewhere involved in WrestleMania. We go to match five for the Intercontinental Championship match. It's Apollo Crews uh, versus uh, – oh, what the heck's – I know I have Big, e. Big, Big e, e, Jesus Christ. Well, I was I was trying to remember. They are having a Nigerian drum match. What the I hell have, is that? I have no idea. Are they using drums? I I don't know what it is. Is it like a capoeira where people are beating drums in a circle and they're fight? I have no. I don't know what it, I don't know what I need. I'm gonna. I, I want to know what this is. What's a Nigerian drum match? I think it's gonna be something that we're gonna find out when they come out to the ring, and, and you know, like at, at that point, maybe they'll advertise it right before the match. I have no clue. I like the fact that Apollo Cruz has turned heel. Uh, I don't think anybody ever really got behind him. Sometimes when, when you know, Vince has to realize, and he waited too long to do this on Roman, which I've loved with him turning heel. But sometimes when people aren't getting behind you as a face, 
make them a heel, make them boo you, make them acknowledge you. Yeah. And then at that point, you can build them up towards being a baby face when the time is right. So turning Apollo Crews, who was just completely dry up until recently with Big E, turning him heel works for me. I like that. I'm a big fan of Big E. I like Big E. Um, even Whether he's in New Day or not, I like Big E. But I need to see – it's kind of like Cesaro, though. I, I like, I'm not comparing Big E's personality to Cesaro. Don't get me wrong. But I need him to get out of that cartoon character side of things and really hit his ground running with – with um, you know, with being a babyface, because the Intercontinental Title isn't where it ends for Big E. I see bigger things in his future, but he has to get past this whole New Day kind of thing, and I think that's what they separated him from the New Day for. He was almost that badass when he was with the Nexus when he first came up. That's kind. Well, of... remember he was also with Ziggler too. Yeah. It, it, it was Ziggler and uh, what was it? AJ Lee. It was the three of them, and yeah. he was practically Ziggler's bodyguard. So. And, and speaking of the Intercontinental title and, and, the, and all the titles, I hate this Intercontinental title belt. I think it's ugly. Why did they get rid of it, the original one? These, these titles they have now are god-awful. I don't know if it annoys anybody else, but I hate all of the, the women's titles look okay. But these titles, they have, first of all, why are the tag team titles silver? If you're a champion, it should be gold, and they have silver. Well, I don't get these titles, why they need to change how they look. I hate the fact that there's so many titles. Yeah. I, I like, why do we have to have raw? And if, if you're the champion, you should have to defend it across all brands, like yeah. the women's team titles. So if you're the tag team champions, you have to be on raw and you have to be on SmackDown. You have to give ample opportunities for everybody. It's it, it completely like when people go, Oh man, six time tag team champions, the new day or seven time, whatever the hell they are now. Like, Okay, yeah, how many were SmackDown, how many were Raw? Back in the day when it was New Age Outlaws and the Dudley Boys and Edge and Christian and the Hardys, like, yeah, that was legit tag team champions because you only had one. Now it's it's just like, why do we have to have a universal champion and a, and a WWE champion? It what the just, hell is what, a universal champion? What's a universal champion? I, I think they just ran out of, you know, things to use as far as names were concerned for title belts. Uh, but I, I wish they would have, you know, I, I'm tired of the draft. They don't have enough talent anymore. Like I understood it before there was AEW and you had a ton of talent. And when, it, when WCW happened and you had a ton of talent coming in when you bought out WCW right now, you don't have that. You should like Drew McIntyre and Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens. They should be performing on raw and SmackDown. And if the other guys can't get TV time, that's on them. No, you're right, but I just had to go on my tangent about the belts. I hate all of them, except for the women's and I, belts. And I followed your lead, buddy. I'm right there with you. Match six, uh, Sami Zayn with Logan Paul, who, by the way, I can't stand. I would pay money to see anybody punch that guy in the face. Is he uh, the dude that knocked out Nate Robinson? Yeah, who can't fight at all, who apparently, I don't know, I don't know if it's Floyd Mayweather or if it's somebody big in MMA or boxing said uh, they would pay him. Oh, no, Dana White said he'd pay him a million dollars if he could last, you know, a minute with somebody. And apparently they're going to do it. I can't stand this guy. But he's they're, they're, he's in the corner, and, and he's uh, fighting uh, Kevin Owens. I think they're going to have uh, Sami Zayn win this match. I don't know what your thoughts are, but I don't get this. Logan Paul, I know where they have him. They need more. He's a big YouTube star. I know he's a jackass. Right. No, I'm right there with you. I th somehow, some way, Sami Zayn's going to win this match, and I think Logan Paul's going to get involved. Uh, so, you know, as much as it pains me, because I love KO, and 
I like the baby face run that he's been on lately. And, uh, you know, he had some really good matches with Roman for, for the Universal Championship. So it, I would hate to see him losing this spot. But if you're going to continue to push Sami Zayn in this documentary angle, it's probably the best thing to do. Because, you know, Sami Zayn is one of those guys where he just escapes. He's as talented as he is. He always just finds a way to escape. Like last year's match against Daniel Bryan for an Intercontinental Title. Speaking of which, we didn't give our predictions for the Intercontinental Title. Which way are you going with that? Oh, I like Big E. Okay, I'm gonna go with Big E as well. Okay, uh, and what who who do you like in the Sami Zayn? Uh, um, not Sami Zayn with Logan Paul versus Kevin Owens. Sami Zayn and Logan Paul is gonna get involved, and and that's how uh, that's how Kevin Owens is gonna lose the match. Am I missing any other matches? Because I... uh, you are missing Riddle versus Sheamus for the United oh. States Championship match. Two people I can't stand. Uh, <laughs> I, I would I would I would go for a draw, but I would probably say Sheamus because I hit Riddle. I hate Matt Riddle or whatever the hell they're calling. Him. I can't stand him. He doesn't come off like he's a tough guy to me. So I I would say Sheamus in that match. I'm going to say Riddle. I just think it's too soon to take the belt off. And if we're talking about the other the other matches, okay, bro. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not saying it because I like him. <laughs> I just wanted to say, bro. Yeah, bro. Um, I, I just think that if you're gonna take certain titles off, like you're not gonna get a lot of title changes. It, it never seems to work out that way uh, at WrestleMania. Uh, so I, I think Riddle is going to hold on to the belt versus Sheamus. Uh, I, I like Sheamus. I like heel Sheamus, uh, but. You know, I, I just think Riddle's going to win this match somehow. I think this is actually going to be a pretty good match. I think, you know, for Sheamus, for being a big brute the way he is, um, he he can put on some some good matches. So I and, and Riddle does some high flying stuff to make it exciting. So I, I, I had, I'll take Riddle over your Sheamus. The only thing that would get me excited about Matt Riddle is if he came out with Cypress Hill. And they were singing hits from the bong and he was smoking a bong coming to the ring. That would make it more interesting for me. Yeah, you know he's going to come down that entrance ramp on his scooter, too. So um, he's, got, he's, got, he's a man who's barefoot on a scooter. Think about well, no, that. No, no, no. on the scooter, he has the flip-flops. Oh, so, yeah, I forgot. He comes to the ring, and his gimmick is he throws the flip-flops in the air. Come yeah, on, that's with his, stupid. With his, yeah, with his feet. <laughs> and then, he get, and then he get, they get pyro for the flip-flops to like when, when he shoots them up in the air. Yeah, yeah, and then at the beginning of his intro uh, music is, uh, bro. Yeah, I, oh, God. That that might have to be a drop, you saying bro. I'll add that into the Rob V. Bank of drops. Yeah, cut that. that cut that. Fun. <laughs> so now, let's move on to the fun part of WrestleMania. The fun part of WrestleMania is the rumors and what we think could happen, what we've read. I don't know if this is a rumor, but I saw pictures from Raymond James Stadium yesterday. Apparently they were using a bunch of drones that are going to light up so different people's symbols or things like that are going to be over the stadium when they well if they get it to work the, the pictures i saw it worked so there's going to be like a thousand drones that do different lighting displays in in the sky when they come to the ring okay like Interesting. Let, like let me in i saw in red and some other different things like that the set looks phenomenal looks i haven't seen awesome. the whole thing yet i've only I'll have to look at it oh get off the man air. dude it, like compared to last year remember like you got to oh, yeah. remember wh where we've come over the last couple of years this the, like the led boards and the ship that's over top of it with the and the and the flags on the ship combined across uh wrestlemania 
oh dude it's it's so cool looking i can't wait to see the pyros and everything get set off tonight it's gonna be really cool what's the over under on DraftKings or FanDuel that that uh, Ch- uh that shane mcmahon jumps out of the crow's nest of one of these ships oh man god that would be awesome that's what uh, should I, be the high spot yeah uh, oh no doubt no with doubt. a sword There's... in his mouth <laughs> i like i I was really hoping that Braun was going to make it a hell in a cell match again, yeah. you know, with Shane. But when he said steel cage, I was like, okay, it still gives us an ample opportunity to wear Shane. Like maybe because Shane's older now, uh, he doesn't want to take as high of a risk type deal. So the, the cage will have to do for now. They can always get out of the cage. Yeah. But if they get out of the cage, the match ends unless, unless they want to continue the match after it ends and take it up to the ship. I'm well, all for that. I, I don't know the rules of this. Is it a normal cage match where you have to win pinfall, submission, or get out of the cage? Are those, are those did they did they put those rules in? Yeah, listen, I I missed the days where it what like there was no pinfall or submission. You had to get the hell out, mm-hmm. and, and the door was chained and locked. Like I I loved it when the steel cage match was you had to climb over and out, and that was it. Yeah, but you know over the over the years they've added in the you know stipulation of having a pin. And, uh, you know, or, or submission. And that's, that's lame for me. Earn it. Get the hell out of that cage. I agree with you on that one. The other couple big rumors I saw on Instagram about two hours ago on Becky Lynch's Instagram of her working out in Tampa at the performance she looks center. Good. She looks good. I'm, I'm a fan of Becky Lynch. Big, big fan. Uh, I, maybe Becky Lynch in some way, shape or form makes an appearance at WrestleMania tonight. Yeah, like we said uh, when we were talking earlier, uh, before we went on air, uh, Becky Lynch, from what I've seen via the rumor mill, is if there's a talk segment with Bailey, which more likely would happen on night one, um, that's where Becky Lynch will come out in her signature tractor trailer truck, and I hope hopefully she runs over that stupid ass door that <laughs> Bailey uses as a prop for her talk show, and uh, that would be really really cool um, to have Becky Lynch back. How much she's going to be back? Remember, she's a mom now, so I I don't think you're ever gonna get the man again um, over the long stretch. But hey, I'll take the mom, no doubt about it. Man, mom, we're equal opportunists here on the program. Absolutely. Uh, the other rumor that's floating around, but I've seen nothing to validate it. No contracts have been signed that I know of. Somehow Brock Lesnar shows up. Yeah, I um, I, I I was talking about that with you again before we went on air. I just have a feeling Brock Lesnar, if you're going to start out WrestleMania as a whole, you go big or you go home to start this. And yeah, you, there's a WWE championship match to start out the night and, you know, to kick off night one. And you have Bobby Lashley against Drew McIntyre. Uh, now Lashley has said for years that he's wanted a feud with Brock Lesnar. Um, he's wanted championship matches against him. Uh, Lashley's never really been involved in that. And now he's in the title picture so there's that end of things. And then Drew McIntyre was his last match at last WrestleMania. He took the title off his hands. So I, I think what would be really cool is if he cost Drew McIntyre the title and then those two can feud off to the side away from the title and Lashley can get involved with somebody else. Or if McIntyre wins the belt back, that's when you hear that iconic music mm-hmm. go off. And then Lesnar comes down to the ring slowly but surely to, to encounter Drew McIntyre, that would be awesome way to kick off WrestleMania with fans back. Let's get the pops going right away. 
I've heard no rumors to back this up, but this is the rumor that I keep praying for every big pay-per-view. And listen, WrestleMania, at least when I was a kid, up until the Attitude Era, something big used to happen. There used to be something no one thought would happen that happens, but would make this whole night, I don't care what happens on the card, if some way, somehow, we hear CM Punk's music and he shows up. That's the. I don't think it's going to happen, but that's what I'm always hoping for every big pay-per-view is CM Punk coming back. Yeah, I mean, God, I've been waiting for this for seven or eight years now since he since he left, and every year I I feel like it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. Eventually, it's going to come, Rob. There's no doubt about it. I don't think you're gonna go the rest of CM Punk's life without him entering a WWE ring again. It's only a matter of time, and it's only a matter of where. Do they want to save it for for this moment in time where? You only have 25,000 fans in the stands at Raymond James Stadium, or do you want to save it for when the pandemic ends and you get full packed houses again? Um, I, I think we are due CM Punk to be back in the ring, and it's only a matter of time. It's going to happen. It's just a matter of where and when. I think his entrance music is probably tied for my all-time favorite. Of course, Real American is always up there, but I, I wish we could hear that. Real, Stone real... Cold when the glass shatters, and, man. And, and Stone Cold and the yeah, Rock. Yeah, Stone Cold. Yeah, I mean, like, it's still to this day, when you hear the glass shatter, you know it's time to open up a can of whoop-ass. Whether he's doing it or, or you're going to do it yourself. It's like you to type yourself up for something. I made an effort to try to get some Stone Cold IPA to drink while we were doing this show, and you still can't get it in Pennsylvania. In this day and age, I can't get his beer in Pennsylvania. That's a bunch of Have crap. you tried the Rock's Terramana Tequila yet? No. I got to order it. So okay. if I have to... If I have to get a couple bottles, I'll get you one. You, yeah, let me know. I'm, I'm in. And also, uh, if you saw on the last uh, time The Undertaker was on Stone Cold Show on the WWE channel on Peacock, which, by the way, Peacock is horrible. It runs like shit, but that's a whole other story for a whole hey, other hey, for a whole other show. Did you see the big news, though? What's happening after night two of WrestleMania? No. Chris oh, Jericho. Oh, with Chris Jericho. Yeah, 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 Chris yeah. Chris Jericho yeah. on the Broken yeah. Skull podcast, man. Yo, I can't wait for that. Yeah, that'll be good to see. But uh, the, so the Undertaker has Undertaker. Undertaker wine is out now. <laughs> yeah. We should. We should. We should. We should do a, a themed WW alcohol party with all the wrestlers, <laughs> uh, different beers and tequilas and wines. It'll be fun. Yeah, we can mix it up. I know my wife Rachel will, will love the fact if I got Undertaker wine, I'll let her drink that because I'm. But I, I have had. Uh, have you tried a little bit of the bubbly for Jericho? No, it sucks. Does it? Oh, dude, it sucks. I, I got I got three bottles for uh, for New Year's Eve so we could kiss, you know, twenty twenty away. Yeah, and um, I, I gave one to my best friend. I had one, and I gave one to my buddy Mike. He's a big wrestling fan too. And me and Rach, we had a glass that night. And I was like, oh, my God. I was like, this shit sucks. <laughs> we should get Hollis a bottle of Undertaker wine. He drank I mean, it. Yeah, he'll, he'll bury that bottle alive for sure. Yeah, in about 10 minutes. Real quick on the Hall of Fame. I don't know why they did it with no fans if they're doing WrestleMania with fans. And why the hell is the great Kali and the Bella Twins in the Hall of Fame? Well, I think the fact that the Bella Twins got in, uh, they they try to always put out there that uh, they started the women's revolution, even though they uh, didn't. But yeah. even though they didn't, um, but remember, a lot of it is about celebrity, and they have big celebrity. I mean, they had their their uh, what their their God oh, reality to- TV show. Oh, Total Divas, I watch it. Listen, you know, Nikki Bella is my kind of girl. Uh, no doubt. No she's doubt. every. She's most people's kind of girl. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, 
I like Brie Bella because she's she's cute and uh, you know, but like and Nikki, I like the fact that she got the upgrade as well. Uh, but but yeah, you know, like I, I, those two, I could see it, it was going to happen eventually. Great Kali, come on, man. I mean, like they tried to build him up to be something big. He wasn't. But, no, he wasn't. And you know, Kane and Rob Van Dam, they absolutely deserve to go oh, in yeah, there. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I would have loved to have seen Kane go in when there was fans. I, I wish they would have done the same year, but um, as Undertaker, but Undertaker's time is coming, whether that's next year, he'll, he'll be in front of a packed house. No doubt about it. Whenever that time comes, Eric Bischoff getting in was cool. And I'm still lobbying. WrestleMania hasn't been in Philly for quite some time, but they need to get a WrestleMania at the link. We should be there. Green Legion radio, the Rob V show should be, should be covering it because that would be fantastic. And then for the Hall of Fame, you can put in Paul Heyman. If Philadelphia is WrestleMania is ever back in Philly, that's when you can put Paul Heyman in the WWE Hall of Fame. That's what I'm lobbying for. Yeah, I, I don't understand it with, with Philadelphia. I mean, I, you know, MetLife Stadium has had it twice now, and they have the same type of weather issues or concerns that we do. Um, so I, I, I don't understand that. I, I really want WrestleMania to come back here someday. The last time it was here – uh, God, what was that? WrestleMania 18? It might have been 18. Yeah, I think it was 18. And you know, I, I, I wasn't at the time. You know, I was young. Uh, I, I wish I would have been able to go, but it was. It just wasn't in the cards. My parents weren't a fan of me watching wrestling to begin with. So I would love to attend one. I would love to go to one, and having one here would be fantastic at the link. But we'll see. I mean, they already announced the next couple of years. You're gonna have Dallas next year again. And then they're going to be in, LA. Uh, in Los Angeles for, for WrestleMania 39. So you would think for WrestleMania 40, it would have to be a in, historic location. Probably New uh, York again. Yeah, probably. I mean, because what? WrestleMania 1 was at Madison Square Garden. 10, 10 and 20 was Madison Square Garden. So somewhere along the line, it's, it's going to be a big one for WrestleMania 40 since they haven't announced that one yet. So um, maybe another stadium opens up and they and they want to go ahead and 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 you know they they do love getting in before a Super Bowl is out of location. Like they they want to be the first big event. Yeah. Set set the attendance record at that stadium before a Super Bowl comes in. So it, perhaps there's another stadium that's coming along, and and they'll want to do that for as well. Speaking of uh, your parents and wrestling, my dad got me into wrestling, and you know he's still a fan of wrestling. He once got his back shaved. I forget what radio station it was in, in Philly. I can't remember. And he got to meet Brock Lesnar. And since he got his back shaved, we got front row tickets to SmackDown. This is years ago. He brings right. it up. You know what I had to do if you? I had to get my back shaved. I'm like, that. Oh, no, waxed. He got it waxed. I'm like, that. Uh. I get my. It was the funniest thing where to hear him yell on the radio. But we got front row tickets to SmackDown. So that And he got to oh, meet Brock awesome, Lesnar. So that's, that's <laughs> good old Bill Valivas. He, he, my first ever wrestling match, I was probably three. Boardwalk Hall, Atlantic City. All I remember is Billy Superstar Graham was on the card. Hulk Hogan was on the card. Pretty jam-packed wow. card if you think yeah. about it. You yeah. know, and now I'm, we're sounding old when I saw Billy Superstar Graham in a ring. <laughs> the man of the hour, the man with the power, the man too sweet to be sour. There's the, there's the original man that could talk. <laughs> I think that needs to be your new, uh, your new show slogan there, Rob. That, do you think that's what it should be? Absolutely. No doubt about it. All right, I'm going to work on that. Uh, so let's, uh, as uh, you know, I'm looking forward to watching uh, WrestleMania tonight. I got my martinis ready to go. got my wings I'm going to make. Where can everybody find Chris Sack now? It's, it's just like, 
when when little Mike Diaz started on the Rob V show, he has all these mobile platforms now. And when Chris Sachs started hanging out on the Rob V show, he's got all kinds of places you can find Chris Sack. Chris, plug away, buddy. Well, all right. So mainly you can find me on Green Legion Radio, one to three on Saturdays on 102.5 Fox Sports, The Gambler, 104.1 if you're listening to us in the Trenton area and WDASAN, the rest of the city um, or the tri- the tri-state area around uh, Philadelphia. And then on Sundays of uh, the last couple of weeks, um, I have the absolute privilege uh, to work with alongside former Phillies broadcaster, field reporter, Greg Murphy. Uh, Murph and I, um, this will be our third show tomorrow on Sunday, April 11th. And uh, we're, we're excited, man. We have a great show. Uh, people, people have been tuning in. We've gotten nothing but positive feedback. Our show is from 11 to 12 across the same platforms. You can also find us on the iHeartRadio app. Just search Fox Sports The Gambler. You can listen to us crystal clear anywhere, or anywhere worldwide. And uh, so baseball brunch, you know, Bud Light baseball brunch is on Sundays from 11 to noon. And then every couple of weeks I jump on uh, and me and Diaz, we do ice to shorts winter sports where we cover the Flyers uh, who are drowning and the Sixers who everybody, including yourself, are excited about. Hopefully we have a uh, you know a great playoff run somewhere here along the line. So uh, make sure you check me out on any of those uh, three platforms. And then, hey, you know, maybe eventually at some point. Uh, me and Rob will do more than one show a year for for just WrestleMania. <laughs> uh, maybe maybe we'll we'll start uh, hyping up a little bit more. We'll do we'll do SummerSlam show or uh, Survivor Series show or or the Royal Rumble because uh, that's where the real like the Royal Rumble is my favorite pay per view of the year. I love doing that. But uh, yeah, you can find me across all those platforms. And uh, you know this is this is always great. I I love doing this. And uh, yeah, talking wrestling is always a, a fun thing for me. Oh, I love having you on. Don't forget, too, the Green Legion. The schedule comes out. We believe it's May 10th, so you can uh, check out all the different places uh, the Green Legion's traveling to. And if you listen to the Rob V Show and people I've had on the last several weeks, you know that we have Las Vegas, Nevada, circuit on the calendar. And if you enjoy shit shows, I, I, I implore you and good times to put your deposit town on GreenLegion.com to come to Las Vegas because it's going to be a lot of fun. And if you're looking to travel before then, you can also, if, you, if you're a huge Phillies fan and you want to travel before then, you can sign up for the Boston trip. Um, it's, the, it's the weekend after the 4th of July. We're going to be there. Um, right now, there's some flight packages, or you can just do self-travel. Uh, we'll be up there from Friday the 9th to Monday the 12th. We have tickets. Uh, I believe we have 250 tickets for the Saturday game. So we're going to be at the Cask and Flagon right outside Fenway Park. Uh, everything is going to be right in the Fenway Park area. So from uh, from noon until three, it's going to be all you can eat, all you can drink there. And then we have four o'clock game tickets between the Phillies and the Red Sox. And then that Sunday, back at the Cask and Flagon, you can hang out with yours truly and Greg Murphy as we broadcast Bud Light Baseball Brunch from the Cask and Flagon right outside of Fenway Park. So please sign up for that trip. and You can come and hang out with us there. Chris, thanks for hanging out with me. Like we end every Rob V show. In the words of my brother, Assistant Chief Zach Valivas of the world-famous Fort Washington Fire Company, two wrongs don't make it right. They make it even. And here's the great Big Daddy Graham taking us out. I'll see you, Chris. And uh, enjoy WrestleMania tonight, everybody. You too. Take care, Rob. I'll see you.